Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 16 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green, and this is... Lane Green. Lane Green, my brother. And he is with us for another episode on Teen Perspective on the Everyday Christian Podcast. By the way, this is Season 2 with the Scattered Abroad Network of Podcasts. We appreciate the Scattered Abroad Network so much. We want you to go over to our website at scatteredabroad.org. Check us out. Uh, Go in the App Store or Google Play or Spotify or whatever you listen to us on and go and find all the podcasts that we have every day of the week and go and follow all of those podcasts and rate our podcast in the App Store, review them, uh, and share them. And that will really help us grow this network. That's what uh, you can really do to help us. So. Again, scatteredabroad.org, or find us in the app store of your choosing. Well, we're going to talk about the uh, idea of relationships today. Lane, have you ever been on a date? I have never been on a date, no. Aww, poor guy. Ladies, he's single, just saying. <laughs> so, uh, And he's 16. And he knows karate. So, <laughs> Lane, what do you think a date should consist of? From well, the Christian perspective. Me, personally, I don't date. He also likes long walks on the beach. <laughs> I personally <laughs> I personally do not date. Um, Why? It, it's, I'm not going to say you shouldn't date, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of reasons. For one, you should have a perfect image as a Christian. It, Perfect as a, in a sense of, um, obviously not perfect, but um, reflecting the light of Christ and being a good example. Yes, yeah. Gotcha. Um, if we're go okay, so in my opinion, you need to have more than just the two that are quote unquote dating. Um, I believe in what's called courting, uh, which is basically what I'm going to talk about. Um, okay. You need to have chaperones, in my opinion. Chaperones. What are it, those? Chaperones. It is someone who is, t- they're going to tend to be older, they're going to be wiser, and they're going to uh, make ensure that you are not doing anything all you right, should so, not do outside of marriage. All right, can I stop you right there? Yes. <laughs> so most people, when they hear that first word, older, they're like, oh, I'm not interested. So can you like sell that for us and explain the reasoning behind why it's so important to you? Well. I'm not necessarily saying, oh, it's your grandma or grandpa. For instance, you, you're 31. That's the. That's good, right. I'm the, cool. Are you calling me old? <laughs> older. Older. Okay, okay. All right. We're cool. My brother Chase, he's 31. He's got a lot more wisdom. And <laughs> Say that again. He's got a lot more wisdom than a 16-year-old Say, Say that a third time. Come on. He's got a lot more wisdom <laughs> than a 16-year-old does. And he's going to ensure that I don't get into any trouble and do something that is um, outside of something... Uh, um, inappropriate for... Inappropriate unless you're married. Unless you're married. Okay. And so it also helps if people see it's like me, whoever I'm courting, 
and it's we and Chase and his wife Lindsay are with us. They know that we're not doing anything inappropriate. Did you get this from like the Duggars or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving him a hard time, but I've actually studied some of this as well. Uh so basically what you're telling me is when if and when you do decide to date, but we'll call it court, you're gonna come over to Oklahoma and you're gonna double with me and Lindsay. Is that right? If possible, yes. If possible, or, okay. or another um older someone like us. Christian someone awesome like us, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Someone <laughs> um, who's thirty one and really <laughs> cool and has their own podcast, right? <laughs> okay. So anyways, I, I get what you're saying. Courting. So traditional dating, I guess traditional well actually courting was traditional, but then it became not and yeah. then traditional dating came in and then it's all confusing. But basically what you usually think of as dating is guy and girl go out, they have fun, they sit in the back of a movie theater and they might not be appropriate in the back of the movie theater or uh, back in the 50s and 60s, they went to the drive-in and might not be appropriate at the drive-in. We'll just say it that way, right? And uh, and then they drive away and they might pull over and be inappropriate. Okay, yes. we'll just say it that way. And there's no chaperones. Chaperones. Uh, there's nothing but... Uh, Hormone. Temptation. Yeah, nothing but temptation, nothing but hormonal teenagers uh, and that's alone another, together, and it can be problematic. Whenever right? you're with a group of people, it's not only, um, it's for your benefit. Um, if I'm with a, another um, older couple, um, especially a Christian couple, they need to be a Christian couple in my opinion just because they agree with you on relationship things. Um, you're not going to have that temptation as much and you're not going to act out on it. Well yeah, you're not going to do things inappropriately in front of people. Yes. So So that helps yes. tremendously with the temptation. Yes. Right. So let's review. So you're going to meet a Duggar. You're going to bring the Duggar to Oklahoma and we're going to go to what's your favorite restaurant? Mm, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. And we're going to have a great time. And then I'm going to bring you all the way back to Louisiana and then take the Duggar girl back to Arkansas and that will be the date. Pretty much, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're obviously joking here, but it's really not, you know, a lot of people look at you like you're crazy if you bring up courting instead of regular dating, but it's not a bad idea, is it? I mean, it's why would we not want to be pure in our dating relationships and be careful? And... And why are so many young people starting dating when they're 13 and then they've got, by the time they're 18, they've had 12 boyfriends and, uh, I mean, not every time, thankfully, but a lot of times we're, there's we're, problems. We're going to talk about this in a second, but um, I'm not going to date, or I, I don't date, I'm not going to court anyone who I would not marry. Um, What's the point? Yeah, what's the point? What what is your purpose if you're not going to if it's not somebody that you would marry? Um, it, it's obviously not is it anything just to good. have fun. Well, if it's just to have fun, then well, maybe it's just a friend. Yeah, but I mean, there's sinful things that are yes. quote unquote fun, but that doesn't make it right. Doesn't and make it. and not only that, but you're really hurting yourself in the long run, and you're you're giving that you know that piece of yourself to someone that you end up not marrying, and then you have regrets. So, I mean, God, there's a reason God told us, you know, the marriage bed is undefiled. Hebrews 13, verse 4. There's a reason for that. 
and it's for our own benefit. And, and there's also a reason why uh, it says in Corinthians that he who commits uh, fornication sins against his own body. So, I mean, let's just be frank. We've got to be careful about this. And most teenagers, they're not careful, are they? Not at all. They they just experiment, and they, they do whatever they want. And there's no supervision. Parents are okay with it. And it's a recipe for disaster. Disaster. So, so I guess we've kind of already mentioned a lot of the dangers for Christians. But just to review, what are some dangers that Christians need to be aware of? Christian parents need to be aware of. Christian young people need to be aware of when it comes to dating. Well, for one, you need to you need to make sure that you're in a position where you're not going to be tempted, and you know you're not going to do anything that you shouldn't do outside of marriage and the best way to do that is have a chaperone have chaperones be in public the whole time do not be alone together yes don't um a lot of times most a lot of people nowadays you the guy comes to pick up his girlfriend or whatever you want to call it and nowadays it's it's, who knows yeah yeah we're not going there (laughs) and it's just them and a lot of times you see, oh, be home by 12 o'clock. Way too late. What What are you going to be doing that you need to be out so late? Nothing's open at 12 the, o'clock. The old expression, nothing good happens past 10 p.m. is true. <laughs> yes. There, no, nothing except for may, may, maybe a couple things like Whataburger is going to be open at 12 are o'clock. Are you going to Waffle House on your date? No. no. And so... I hop or whatever. Parents, you need to set a reasonable time and and obviously they need to have a chaperone with them now i'm not saying the chaperone has to be the parents i'm not saying it's a bad thing to have the parents but it'd be older brother yeah or sister or because could be someone from church uh maybe a deacon or a youth minister or somebody i mean there's there's options and it, it's got to be someone you trust um it can't like if if there's two groups of teenagers Teenagers. Who's to say they won't just like split off from yeah. each other for a while? And teenagers are stupid. They do things that aren't wise. And let's just be brutally honest. They might do stuff in front of other teenagers. Yeah. As wild as teenagers are nowadays. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, don't send them with, with a couple of other teenagers. Send them, like you said, someone older that's going to, you know, put their protective eye on the situation. And as Christians... Hopefully, we're not just that terrible. We're doing things like that, but whenever hey, the we're te- all tempted, yeah, I mean, we're we all are. tempted. We we slip up sometimes. So having someone there to keep an eye on you really helps make sure and ensure that you stay in line. And let me jump in right here, and uh, I want to bring in Proverbs chapter six. Proverbs chapter six, verses twenty three through uh, twenty nine says this, and it's dealing with uh, sexual temptations. It says, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Uh, this is basically just the idea of, you know, the Bible is written to give us this instruction to show us how to live. And then it goes into these sexual temptations. To keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Why is it talking about the man being kept away from the woman. Well, if you remember, Proverbs is written to Solomon's son. That's why. Okay? The same applies to women and uh, destructive men, too. But this book is written 
to Solomon's son. So it's from that perspective. But anyways, it says that if you have this instruction from God, it will help you to keep away from the evil woman from the flattering tongue of a seductress, sexually seducing woman. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. And guys who are listening to this, do women have that power over men? Yes, right? They can allure you with a look. I mean, they just can. That's just that's the way it is, okay? So don't let her do that to you. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to a crust of bread, and an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her shall not be innocent. Uh, and that's a good key word there, isn't it, Lane? We need to make sure that our, our dating or, or courting or whatever you want to call it, relationships, we need to make sure that they are innocent. Yes. And if you play with fire, you're going to be... You're going to get burned. You're going to get burned. So that's that's really important. So, Lane, how, how many people do you think actually pay attention to that idea of you play with fire, you're going to get burned? A lot of... Um, I mean, we've heard of it. but we, We've heard of it, but we tend to, you know, kind of hear it goes in one ear and out the other. We tend to dance around with it, and we do play with fire. We yeah. try to get as close to sin as we can sometimes without getting burned, and it doesn't work that way. You get close to it, you're going to get burned. And as we get older, we get wiser and we learn but younger people and we never completely we're never completely um prudent but we get wiser that's a good word and prudent who taught you that i don't know I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure i taught I pretty sure i taught that in some bible classes um, what's the difference between prudence and wisdom wisdom you know what's right and wrong but you make you probably wisdom you know what, what is right and wrong and you have the ability to do what is right and wrong, but you don't you don't necessarily do what or you you don't necessarily do what is right. Prudent is you know what's right, um, you know um, how to do it, and you you do it. You actually follow through. You follow through with it. So uh, a good example is Solomon. Solomon was what? Solomon was the king of Israel. Yeah, but he was what? He was prudent, or he was he was wise. He was wise. He was the wisest, right? But he wasn't always... He wasn't always prudent. He wasn't always prudent. Prudent. He he was wise. He knew the right things to do, but he didn't always follow through and actually do the right things. Yes. So very good. All right. You paid attention in my Bible class. I'm impressed. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. Uh, people have heard the expression, I'm sure, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. But how good are we at actually following through with that and, and paying attention to the wisdom of that? A lot of teenagers... Not so much, right? Not so much at all. So that's when parents, if you're listening to this, you need to come in and you are older for sure and you should be wiser and more prudent. You need to come in and set boundaries for your children. You don't have to let your kids do the same things you did when you were dating, okay? And maybe you were perfect angels when you dated. That's possible. A lot of times that's not the case, right? If we're being honest. You don't have to let your kids do the same things you did. You don't have to be the cool, popular parent that lets your kids go do whatever they want with boyfriend or girlfriend. You don't have to do that. You can set boundaries that are clear, and if boundaries are broken, serious punishment ensues. Yes. 
So just just please, please think about that if, you're, if your parent's listening to this. And if your teenager's listening to this and you don't like what I just said and you don't want your parents to uh, implement that, I get it. I was a teenager at one point. But please think more deeply than that. Think past the hormones and the desires and think 5, 10, 15 years from now where are you going to be? Do you want to be married? You may not. If that's the case, that that's really sad. Uh, if it, uh, let me say that you don't have to be married. First uh, Corinthians chapter seven. You don't have to be married. But what I'm saying is, uh, it is natural and normal for the majority of people to want to be married. And if uh, if you're one of these who just wants to have the swinger mentality of well, I'm not going to get married and I'm just going to, let's just be blunt, sleep around with a whole bunch of people. That's a shame. And you need to seriously reconsider that. Okay? So let's say 10, 15 years from now, you are married, young people listening to this. Do you want to have a relationship with a beautiful wife or a wonderful husband who you have that special relationship with them and them only? Or do you want to have given yourself to 5, 10, 15 different people? Okay. Think about that while you're in the here and now so that later on you uh, will have a, a much better situation with your spouse. There's a reason God said the marriage bed um, is undefiled. It's undefiled. Um, you, you grow closer to your spouse once you are married and you do and i'm i did a marriage seminar series of sermons uh, earlier this year and i'm not gonna just go completely into that subject but it i called that in the sermon the glue the glue of marriage it is it it is a bond it keeps you together and whenever you've done that with someone else and or a lot of other people or a lot of other people it's not going to be how it was intended. Well, and that glue's not going to be nearly as effective as it should be. Not at all. Because it's going to be tainted, basically. And you're going to have bad memories and, and insecurities and bad, bad. It's not a good situation. It's just not. So, again, please pay attention. Listen. Heed the wisdom that God has for you in his word. Lane, I've got one more question for you, and then we'll wrap this episode up. What is the purpose of dating or according relationships what's the purpose you, you already alluded to it earlier but let, let's re, reiterate that um if we're courting or some people's cases dating we're you're the whole point of it should be is finding a good christian person to get married to one day and what's the point of getting married your your spouse is the one who's supposed to help you get to heaven the most. And um, so whenever we're courting, we, it needs to be with someone that we would marry. It doesn't need to be with someone, you know, just for whatever reason. It needs to be with someone that we would marry, and it's going to help us get to heaven. That's yeah, the biggest thing. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Now, that is really a general rule. It's not just talking about marriage. It's talking about Christians not being unequally yoked in any way to an unbeliever. But that would include marriage. And if you unequally yoke yourself to a non-Christian, 
Can you still be a faithful Christian? Yeah, but it's going to be a whole lot harder. A whole lot harder. Well, um, God told. There's a reason God told the Israelites not to marry the heathen women. Right. Well, and and heathen men, but it says heathen heathen women. Um, what happened to the people that did? They forsook God and they went after idols. Yep, and they were no longer. Um, Have you ever seen the New Testament equi- equivalent of that in the church? People marrying outside of the church, what happens? Most and most times. They fall away. They fall away. Not every time, but almost every and time. And it's sad. You see it. I've seen it a lot. And um, you, you really got to be careful because if you're not careful, that's what will happen. And so make sure you marry someone who is a Christian and you know for absolute sure they are a good Christian. Faithful. You know, faithful right. Christian. They may say they're a Christian, but, you know... Um, they may uh, be baptized just so that they can get the girl yeah. or get the guy. Yeah. and so Just to please the family. And hopefully by the time you're ready to get married, you know that they're a good Christian because you need to be paying attention. Or not. If... Um, yeah. If, if you don't... If, if it's someone who doesn't really talk about God much, that's a problem. They don't pray much. They don't pray much. They don't pray before meals. Uh, they don't ever read the Bible. They don't, you know, they're hit and miss coming to worship with you. Whenever you think about don't. it, us as Christians, we should be talking about God on a daily basis. Yeah, our and spiritual things. Yes. Yeah. And so if, if you're considering someone and, you know, you haven't heard them talk about the Bible or anything spiritual in about a week, that's a problem. Right. So you you really got to pay attention and you, maybe you've already become close friends with them or something you and it's hard but you got to do what's right. Right. All right, Lane, well I appreciate you and uh any young ladies listening to this, uh you've got Lane here, he's talking about the Bible and he he wants to take you on a date. Uh we'll come to Oklahoma, we'll have a nice courting supervised date and it's going to be a great thing. So <laughs> I'm just giving Lane a hard time. But anyways, uh, we do appreciate you for joining us for this episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. It's been a fun one. I've enjoyed this. I've been looking forward to Lane being in the studio with me uh, ever since I asked him two or three months ago. So uh, it's been good. We've got two more episodes coming up with him for the rest of this month. We've got Teen Perspective uh, School, and then we'll finish up this series, Teen Perspective and Sports, at the end of the month. We hope that you will tune in next week to the Everyday Christian Podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms And please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.